Welcome to Regal's RyeCast, where we share all things LiDAR. I'm Miranda Welke, Marketing Events Coordinator for Regal USA. This series features interviews with industry experts from around the world, innovative LiDAR applications, best practices, workflow advice, and even exciting news about hardware and software. The podcasts are produced by Regal at their North American headquarters, located in Central Florida and available worldwide through our Regal newsroom on www.regal.com. Please visit our website to subscribe to the newsroom. Just simply input your email address and click. It's that easy. The Regal.com website is a great place to find detailed information on the many LiDAR scanning hardware, firmware, and software products that Regal provides, or request more information or a call from a Regal specialist. In today's RightCast episode, please join Josh France, Regal USA's mobile segment manager, and Tim Platts, vice president and director of the survey department for Fishbeck, as they drive through Michigan discussing Fishbeck's utilization of Regal's VMQ1HA and the Regal VZ400i. Tune in to learn why Michigan has become the hotspot of mobile mapping and how Tim and his team are able to manage multiple projects in a fast and safe environment. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another exciting episode of RyeCast in my series, Road Trips with Josh and the VMX. This episode will feature yet another one of our exciting mobile laser scanner system offerings, the VMQ-1HA. The VMQ-1HA is a single scanner system that can be adjusted to several different scan angles, allowing for VMX-like data to be collected over multiple drive passes. This unique system enables users to have additional flexibility, both in the way they acquire data and the starting point price for mobile mapping. My guest today is Tim Platts, the Vice President and Director of the Survey Department at Fishbeck. Fishbeck is a multidisciplinary, all-in-one solution provider. They have offices in three states and have a growing number of employees. Tim has led the survey team's expansion and offerings for the last 20 years, or just about 20 years. They added two Regal sensors in 2018, the VMQ1HA and the VZ400i. Tim, welcome to RyeCast and Road Trips with Josh and the VMX. Thanks for visiting with us today. It's great being with you again, Josh. It's always a pleasure and interesting and fun and a learning experience. Great. Looking forward to hearing a lot about Fishbeck and Michigan and all things mobile scanning. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got your start in surveying? It's kind of, it was a roundabout way. I started my career in the Marine Corps, and then I went from the Marine Corps into plastics, which I absolutely detested, and I uh, ended up seeing some surveyors and the thought of being outside, being able to uh, work outside every day and having the ability to do new, interesting, different things every day kind of drew me to surveying. So I went back to school and ended up getting a degree in survey engineering from Ferris State University in Big Rapids, Michigan. And then I I started my career doing boundary work for a small boundary firm in central Michigan and then ended up at Fishbeck about 19 years ago. I started in uh, the summer of 2001 with Fishbeck and I've been here ever since. Like you had said, we're a multidisciplinary firm that does a lot of different things from roads to sewers to infrastructure to construction and building design on campuses across Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana. And it's been 
an exciting adventure for the whole 19 years. And like one of the things I wanted was something that was different all the time. And with serving, it's been great because technology from 20 years ago to where we're at today has changed incredibly. And what we're able to do and how we did it 20 years ago with three-man crews to one-man crews with the robotic, and now with all of the different um, laser scanning LiDAR type platforms, how we can collect road data or building data or sewer data in a faster, more effective way with increased safety. And that, that's what the uh, Regal sensors have brought to us. The ability to collect more data without having to travel back to sites, working in three states with survey out of eight of our offices. It's easy to go send a sensor out, collect a large volume of data, and then come back to the office and map it in the safety of our office. And then as questions arise, we don't have to revisit the site. We have it all in our cloud and we're able to go back, look at the cloud and pick up extra data. So it's, it's been a fun roller coaster ride from switching careers for the third time to finding kind of my passion in life. Yeah, it's certainly been one of the things I've enjoyed about being a part of this industry from sort of the outside in. Always being able to do something different each day has really made the uh, the task more enjoyable uh, my end and learning about all the great projects that people are doing and, and executing with our equipment all across the country has been a really great pleasure and enjoyable part of the job. On that topic, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about Fishbeck and sort of where you guys wedge yourselves in, in the grand scheme of things with the VMQ1HA particularly? Well, with the VMQ, we, we've done highway surveys since the day I started at Fishback 20 years ago. With the application of mobile scanning came out, uh, I would say about 2013 with the the VMX 250. It was one of those things that was always on my mind. But at the time, the price point was a little high to get into and for my company, and we were much smaller. Our survey department was about six people at the time. And so it, it wasn't an easy application. So we had started with some terrestrial scanning. And that was about eight years ago, we started with some terrestrial scanning. And we worked well with another uh, one of your clients, um, Survey Solutions Incorporated out of Standish, Michigan. And we had started to use the mobile LIDAR data and terrestrial data to perform highway surveys. And the, the greatest thing about it was we saw this application where we could collect this, again, a large volume of data safely. That's probably one of the keys I think of in my life every day. When you have several people that end up working for you, and now we're a department of about 23 in our survey department, and then we have interns and others that work for us throughout the year. Right now, I think we have about 32 people working for us in our group. The safety of those people every day is important. The joke was in surveying that we were professionals at the game of Frogger. Right. And everybody remembers Frogger running back and forth across the road. By scanning, we've taken that frogger portion out of that, and you're not dodging semis. And Michigan roads are in poor shape. They're, I wouldn't say they're great, but we're working on it. And working on it, that means that we need massive amounts of mapping data right. in Michigan. And we were subbing out a lot of that, and it made sense when we looked at the VMQ, and we looked at multiple systems. I We tested every system out there. When we looked at the VMQ, one of the things, the VMX data, don't get me wrong, we absolutely love it. And maybe that's on my Christmas list so that we have the dual head. 
But what the VMQ offered us over the VMX was that 90 degree. A lot of what we do is a municipal. So there's parked cars in a road. There's all this extra stuff on a road. Yep. And with the VMQ, we're able to run it at plus 30, minus 30, and 90. So maybe we're making three passes on a two-mile road. But that 90 gives us a little better pickup on that curb where there's all these parked cars. And we get all this extra data by having those three positions plus a minus 15 and a plus 15. And the fact that when we had looked at the VMQ, we also looked at the VZ400i. It gives us a lot of other applications, and we do use the two together to give us different applications. And one of the greatest things has been our partnership with Regal. When we have these crazy, weird ideas of, hey, can we do this? We call, we have conversations, and we've tried a lot of different interesting projects with the ability of the two sensors and how well the data merges together between the two to do some really unique and interesting projects. So that's kind of our uh, company from the survey standpoint in a nutshell. It's the quality of the two data sets that we get from our VMQ and our VZ have really opened up other markets and given us the ability to expand. We use a combination of the VMQ and the VZ to collect the road or hard surface portion. And it gives us an efficiency and a safety that just has helped us immensely. Yeah, I know the uh, the safety factor has always been a big appeal of the mobile mapping market and really for the terrestrial scanners as well. It's always nerve-wracking being outside of a vehicle anywhere along the side of a highway for too long. When a semi goes by, you, you get real serious real fast about uh, what you're doing. <laughs> I agree 100%. Yeah. There was a very interesting project on Monday. It's a large 48-inch culvert in a canyon-type area in between Dayton and Cincinnati. The head wall had failed. Wow. The area around the head wall, the slopes, there's trees, everything is wanting to cave in. Mm -hmm. So they was discovered over the weekend, and they needed to map it really quickly. The VZ was in Grand Rapids at the time. It's six hours away to get to this site. So... We quickly threw it in a vehicle. We got it down there. And we, what we've done is uh, we've taught all of our different survey offices how to run the VZ400. It's a very easy unit to run. And we got it down there that day. They scanned it, had it back up that night, and we're actually mapping this failure today. So on that note, earlier I did a uh, road trip this year. It seems odd that February was still part of the same year, considering it was a completely different world environment at the time. We did a road trip in Michigan with our head of uh, mobile, Dr. Harold Teufelsbauer. We did a quick chat about that several months ago on RyeCast, one of the first ones released, really talking about Michigan, and it's become a very hotbed for mobile mapping. What do you think's going on in Michigan that makes mobile mapping systems very successful in their utilization up there? And so many people want to have one other than the uh, the cold weather driving people back into their cars. <laughs> well, I think it's I think there's a lot of factors that drive it. We were one of the first states. I think the very first VZ, what was it? It was a 250, was in Michigan. The very first one delivered to the United States. And early on, there was two companies that were using the system. And knowing both of them from college, both of the people who were operating them, it made sense. We actually worked with Andy Semenchek on his very first project. It was a project that we had already mapped. So this would have been back in 2013, I believe. We had already mapped the project for our DOT, and they wanted to test out the system. 
to make sure that the data they got was as good as the data that was being produced conventionally. So we worked with Andy on that project since we already had control and we just set targets. And at that time, none of us were really even sure what we wanted to see as a target. It was, it's kind of awesome to be in that beginning and learning steps back then, seven years ago. Uh, and then extracted, Andy extracted the data. He moved, he uh, mobile scanned it and extracted it. And I got to say, one of the things was since we had given him the targets for free and we'd leveled through them, he gave us a copy of the data as part of that as the freebie and then he compared their surface to what we had gotten conventionally with our 50-foot cross sections and it was amazing at the 50-foot cross sections how well the data matched but what was even more amazing was all the data in between that you didn't get from the 50-foot cross sections that you now had and the ability to look at some different things and look at grading and how you're going to repair this road that extra data, which was collected at roughly the same time. And the one thing we found with mobile mapping versus the old school 50-foot cross-section is that it's probably roughly about a break-even. But the data, the, the amount of data that you get at the same price of what you were getting on the 50-foot cross-sections before is so valuable. It gives you, you can now give 10-foot cross-sections, and you can find actually when that super and the road happens, you can eat more, more define it better, and uh, especially on a wedging job or an overlay type job, which is a lot of the work done in Michigan to kind of maintain the roads. That beginning step and them doing that, that initial steps, and then that relationship between them that we were using them to do a lot of mobile LIDAR and the early adoption by our DOT. Our DOT saw the value in it, and that's one of the things I think that put it to a higher level in Michigan. Our DOT, I think, was an early acceptor. California and Michigan would probably be two of the early states to adopt mobile LIDAR as an application for the roads. Yep. And that showed the value to everybody else. And uh, there's five systems running in Michigan right now, two of what, or three of which are regal systems. It's become huge. We have a lot of roads to fix in Michigan. We have a lot of bridges to fix in Michigan. And it's amazing that you can go out and collect, you know, 12 miles a corridor, even on like a scoping job. We will go out on a very busy road through, let's say, the metro Detroit area where there's 12 miles and 40 bridges. Right. We can collect all of that bridge opening data in a day mm -hmm. and then safely come back here in the office and extract it out. We can extract out, you know, bridge clearances. We can extract out side width clearances. We can build a relative model of the bridge without control. We have a great core system here in Michigan. So you can't get more than probably about 30 miles, it seems like, in Michigan where you don't have a continuously operating reference station owned by MDOT, which is awesome because when we're doing scoping type jobs or we just need relative locations, we can collect the data, mm -hmm. download the RINEX files from the DOT's core sites, process our data, and have a really good point cloud. Maybe it's not absolutely fixed because we didn't target it, but that's a whole different application that we use it for. Then when we want to do really good mapping, we target the data, and then Regal has done some great things with automatic target recognition over time. The, the picking of the targets in the past, and it's been an evolution, and that's why partnering with Regal has been good for us. It, it's been a learning experience, and as we do that, and as we, we try to try new different things, 
that partnership with Regal, we're able to, hey, th- this is giving us this problem. We look at the software, we look at our applications, and we fine-tune it. And I can say over this almost three-year period, the fine-tuning has gotten very good. Our rate at what we're doing this is probably getting lower than what the old conventional topo was. Uh, that we're, we're building in efficiencies as we target. And a lot of that is the ability to call and get support from Regal and say, hey, this is what happened. A lot of the applications inside buildings, there are things we haven't tried. Scanning miles of sewer below ground, putting control on that scan so that we can lock down where that sewer is mm-hmm. under the ground 30 feet. Uh, those type of things they give you new challenges. And then we put together these awesome products for our clients that when you think about as surveyors, what we do, we build maps so that people can make intelligent decisions. And they're spending lots of money to fix the infrastructure, roads, highways, bridges, sewers, water systems. They're going to spend an immense amount of money from the taxpayers. And the better data we give them, the better decisions they make. And we can help lower those construction costs. People in Michigan have just said, you know what, we're seeing we can make better decisions with this better information and everybody's gotten on board. Yeah, It's kind of sad because I would like to have the only mobile scanner in Michigan. But as a citizen, I'm just happy that we are using it to the extent that we are here in Michigan. It's, it's good to be in a state that sees the value. And then working in other states, we can take what we've learned here in Michigan and show them that, hey, we have proven this out. We can compare it to LIDAR data collected from aircraft, to conventional topo data, to photogrammetry data, and we're able to show them what great products they can get from mobile data. So, So surveyors make maps to help elected officials make smart decisions with the information you provide them. And that really is key to the whole public-private uh, partnership that we see more often in DOT road construction, is trying to get the most uh, value out of each dollar, especially on infrastructure projects. It's really a big challenge. Another perfect example of where we've started to use the VMQ more is these large water main type projects where they need to figure out, they need a road surface, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially in Ohio, they do it slightly different. They will trench cut in the water main. Well, there's tons of parked cars. There's a lot of information out there that needs to be collected. And we can go down and do three or four jobs in Ohio, drive three or four jobs in a day. So you spend a day of travel to get there, you collect three or four jobs worth of data while you're there. And then you come back and you process the data. Our local crews down there set control to them. And we're able to build really good maps that they can look at where the old water main is. Where can we fit in a new water main? Are we going to need to fix a road? It's one of the things a lot of people like is the different viewers that we use so that they can actually, our clients, we give out free viewers so they can look at the data. And they'll look at the data and say, I didn't realize there were so many cracks in the road. And when you colorize the point cloud, we're using the... FLIR panoramic camera on our system. Mm -hmm. But when you colorize that point data, all of those cracks show up and they start making, well, maybe while we're here, we need to repave this road too instead of just trench cutting in a water main. So they actually use that data to change their mind on what they're going to do and do more improvements to the road. But they don't have to redo the mapping because the data is all there. You know, so the project can change. It can become different and we can do different things with the data and pull the data out. Uh, Interesting projects I think of we've done in the past that have been cool that were like VZ type data 
where we went and we're going to travel to, we do a lot of um, rental car uh, facilities across the United States. So we typically will send a scanner now and they will scan. And usually maybe it's just a little canopy improvement or it's a little parking lot improvement. But if they're going to fly into a site, we collect way more data than we need. Right. And so many of these projects have turned into, hey, now we want to change the entrance. Do you have that data? Yes, we do. Hey, we want to change the sign location. And there's a little bit of ponding in the parking lot over here. Do you guys have that data? Yes, we do. So we collect all this data and we end up mining it later for different things. That's always been the goal of LiDAR data is to be uh, allow the collect once, use multiple times philosophy that I feel like we're just finally hitting our stride on at long last because there's a lot of enabling technologies that needed to get in place to help that data be accessible to clients and to users to be able to go back and quickly access it. Yeah, you know, the, the RIE panel when you use a VZ, you, you send oh, yeah. that RIE panel to a client and they look at it and then they start marking up. They want different things. And they're like, oh, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? And uh, it's a, just another tool that helps us help our clients. And the end of all this, we're a consultant company. And by having better data, we're able to help them through their problems better. We have a process department here at Fishback that does water and wastewater treatment. We scan a lot of facilities for them. One of the great things about that is you can scan the outside of the facility with the BMQ, sure. then you can go in and catch the other parts with the VZ. And then I, I think of there was a power plant at Michigan, University of Michigan we did. They needed to get a component into this power plant. The one thing we hadn't thought of, we had scanned a lot of the plant. They palletized the system. They knew exactly where the hookups were going to be, where the pipe was going to hook into it. So they built the system offsite. Then they used the LIDAR data to get it in through the dock, how they were going to get it in through the dock, which we'd collected from outside, and get it down this alley. And they made the system so they could move it through the building to put it right in there and a quick bolt hookup because they had such accurate data. So huh. the, the, watching how the data is used and differently used and the whole idea that they figured out the route to get this whole system built off site, which was less costly than putting it together on site and then just bolting it up. And we had this route in there and they were able to put this whole system together, move it down this alley through a power plant, get it in the spot they wanted it and just bolt it up. So a whole nother application that you don't think of. And as that was pulled out of the right panel and looking at the right panels was where they decided that mm -hmm. technology throughout my 20 year career has totally changed. How we're using that technology has totally changed. And the applications for the data that we collect is changing every day, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a great field and a great partnership to be in, to be able to use it to try different things. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed working with you guys as you push that technology boundary to come up with new interesting ways to utilize the data and collect it in the first place so that you have it for these additional activities that really allows you guys to really expand on your concept of all-in-one solutions quite nicely there. If you just think of where LiDAR has come from when I started surveying in the big old refrigerator box that scanned like a 30-degree window and yeah. weighed 50 pounds to being able to throw a scanner in the back of the truck or having multiple trucks that you can just throw the VMQ up on. A whole nother thing that I didn't even hit on that's great for us. Maybe we've got 
one project we have to scan today, but we know there's four projects in the area. It's on the truck. We just go scan them. And then if it turns into a project, we already have it done and we've saved some time. Maybe we spend an extra two hours when we're out scanning another project to scan two or three more and uh, be able to quickly, when they come back and say, hey, we really need to turn this one around fast, we already have it. And we have that ability to do pick points like we did in photogrammetry to get absolute errors down and adjust the cloud. The different things that you can do and the thinking outside the box with it just make an exciting time. Yeah, I love your enthusiasm, Tim. It uh, makes me excited as well. I think we could talk for another three hours about all sorts of different topics. We could. uh, I think it's time to get back in the car and head on the road on the next adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. You have fun down there. Thank you again for your time today. And uh, we'll be visiting with you shortly, I'm sure, on one of the many exciting new challenges that you come up with. Yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to many years of the partnership. Thank you, Tim, very much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, as always. Well, it's time to head back to the car and drive back to Florida. I-75 awaits. As always, thank you for listening today. This has been another episode of Road Trips with Josh and the VMX. And today, it was with the VMQ. Thanks again for joining us. Take care of one another and be well. Another big thank you to Josh and Tim for such an in-depth look into how Fishbeck has been able to successfully utilize Regal's VMQ1HA and the VZ400i. I'm sure all our listeners are just eager to hear more. And remember, you don't have to miss a RyeCast. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and the Regal Ultimate LiDAR webinar series through our international newsroom on www.regal.com. You, the Regal users, give us the best stories to tell. We always appreciate your suggestions. So please send us your ideas or comments to communications at regalusa.com. And as always, have an ultimate LiDAR day. Until next time, keep on scanning. Miranda out.